See It or Screw It is a spoiler-heavy show. If that's an issue for you, then you can currently watch Kill Me Now on Showtime, and I guess by proxy Paramount+. Plus. Uh, if that's not an issue for you, then on with the show. Welcome to Cedar Screw It. My name's TJ Davis. He, him pronouns alongside. I uh, am Emily Schick, and my pronouns are she and her. And I'm Dan Murphy, and my pronouns are he and him. And on this episode, we are going to talk about the uh, 2012, I can't even really call it a horror comedy. It, like, it, it's a I mean, comedy. that's what it is. It, well, it's a comedy that has a horror movie. Essentially no, it's a, it's a horror comedy. It's just bad. Uh, yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, like, let's it's, be it's real. It's meant to be well, a parody, it, apparently, too. Yeah. Well, but it's that's the so thing is, is I feel bad like the, the, like the, the concept of, of like, like let's and it's take, not that good at the comedy. Let's take a can't hardly wait and merge it with Friday the Thirteenth is generally, or maybe the, there's a better, or like Halloween is generally the the premise of it. It's just like it um, does both badly. If if you want to be if you want to be right about this, it's really. Uh, the slumber party massacre if it had yeah. comedy yeah i mean it's just like I, especially I, I, with I, like the driller killer yeah i i mean i think the concept of of like let's take how um how teenagers behave in like 90s is uh like like r-rated it sex comedies is like let's take how they behave in that and put them in a slasher film is a concept that i think could work because oh, like oh, they like behave it. completely differently in both genres but like this doesn't execute it well at all so yeah. and we're, we're definitely getting into that i mean yeah. please dear audience don't turn off now given that you already have a good idea of what all of our verdicts are <laughs> like like take the ride with us because it's well it's a ride. I'm not selling this well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. there there's stuff to talk about um, with this because I mean, ultimately, I think that this just plays to someone who's just really inexperienced with writing a movie and has yeah. a lot of ideas and and like the ideas aren't fully fleshed out and it's just like let's throw all these half-baked ideas into one film and then we'll have a full film instead of like really developing like an idea that yeah. works right so which brings me into um directed by travis long don't know anything else that he's directed uh, basically but, nothing but written by michael swain mm -hmm. who at least myself and emily are fans of from like way back in the crack days like that this is sort of a uh minus like cody johnston and soren Bowie. this is sort of like all the people i care about it cracked on screen at Hello, least Dan O'Brien. Like, yeah. Well, yeah. No, it's got Dan O'Brien, Katie Willard, uh, Katie Stoll. Uh, Wait, Dan O'Brien's in there? Where? He makes uh, a kit. Yeah. yeah, Dan O'Brien's in he's like in the, the background party scene, party and shot. then okay. he's during he's the credits. During the, credits, during the yeah. uh, like I'm glad that I could gather you all here today. I lost my gloves while I was at the party. Has anybody seen them? Mm, that yeah. that's babyface Dob. God damn. Yeah. No, they're all so baby-faced in it. <laughs> they're all so little. I mean, Katie Stoll looks pretty much the same. And yeah, Katie, Katie Stoll looks pretty much the same. I still have a big crush on her. Not gonna lie. Like, fucking... Katie Stoll's not gonna listen to this. 
Maybe if yeah. I tag Swaim, she might. Uh-huh. <laughs> or I'll tag yeah. her and Willard and Dom. Be like, yes, listen to us trash on this movie you put your heart and soul into. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It's 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 I difficult would... to make a movie, but like this it needed, is like, like <laughs> but the biggest issue I have with this movie is like somebody else needed to go over the script, like put it out of your own hands and like yeah. let somebody else like no, and I mean that's one of the things that's just a- amazing about this movie is like so much of the it feels like like it's but poorly made... edited it dial like poorly edited mostly improv dialogue in which you have kind of like that weird gap of people like trying to think of what's the next funny thing to say and it's just like well if you edit this correctly you can kind of maybe paste this in that. a way that make that works but there are callbacks to various things like later on that's like no this was the script they had lines like mm-hmm. and it's just like ugh. so no, a lot of this felt like it was not as improv as you would think it would be. Yeah. And again, yeah. I'm guessing that that's what probably like, how old is Swaim? He's, he's like younger than us. He's younger, he's than, younger us. than us. So this yeah. is like 24, 26 year old Swaim being like, no, this is the greatest thing ever. Yeah, no, this is a 26 year old Swaim. And I mean, you know, that's the other thing is I think that um, based on Based on a lot of what he's done, I think he should have been playing a character closer to himself. And I think most of the actors in this should be playing characters closer to themselves than kind of their perceptions of themselves in high school looking back. Um, mm-hmm. There's there's a way. Oh, of... I would have rather seen Swaim in the Beck Bennett role. I mean, like, I would have. I think he could have had more fun. Maybe he could have done that. I mean, I, I think that generally I look at how like they appear on After Hours um, and generally they're just kind of playing themselves. Um, well, that's think... a that that is a well, it's a massive caricature of each oh, no. personality. Yeah. No, but I mean, in Swain in... is the most is the furthest departure from his actual personality. That's I think. fine, but I mean, I I I look at those the characters they kind of the, or the caricatures that they play on that, and it kind of just reminds me of like Seinfeld, in, in which mm-hmm. you have these characters that don't really have any development but they're still interesting and entertaining to watch and you can write a film that has characters that are in that kind of low stakes situation um this kind of forces stakes on the characters and oh man do they not work so um (laughs) like and i think that that's one of the things is like just know that like how you act like i leans into this sort of like we're just a couple of guys having funny conversations and you can write a script like that. I mean, Seinfeld's a good example. Clerks is basically that, you mm-hmm. know? So it's just like, you I can did. If you that. and I sat down and recorded the bullshit that we talk about, that's essentially a script there sometimes. <sighs> I mean, sometimes. yeah, but I mean, like, is it actually interesting? So, yeah, um, that's you know, and that's, <laughs> that's the thing is, is, you know, Larry David has a amazing ear for pig- figuring out Oh, what of his bullshit conversations can actually translate into a script? Whereas uh, in this, it's like Swaim, like After Hours suggests that he does, but like he didn't make this film that, which is he's a ve- he seems to be yeah. a very good writer in short format. Yeah, I mean, like, and he's got trans- and he's yeah. improved a lot. He has like, improved. Like, well, and then this I, is, I mean, this is eleven years old. This is like yeah. a. This is basically like a uh, an elevated student film because, like, yeah, 
I think that um, <laughs> mo I think I think most of the people who are involved in this, like from Cracked, are you know, well, some of them are like I feel like we're primarily writers at this point, um, but I can't I mean, remember also what their majors screen, were. But like, like Agents of Cracked exists already. Yeah, but like uh, Swaim and Abe Epperson, I think met in film school yeah so you know yeah like the i i feel like this is uh yeah i think swain was writing epperson was directing this is definitely the kind of thing that is was fueled by you know the like naive enthusiasm uh and you know substance use that is rife in one's early to mid-20s See, now that's one of the complaints that I have with watching this movie is I like the energy it captures in that it definitely feels like a group of friends getting fucked up at a cabin in the woods and making a movie. And I don't mm -hmm. hate that vibe, but like it doesn't make a good movie. No, it doesn't. Yeah. I like, mean, in, to me, I just think that you were talking about his background in shorts. And again, I point to Clerks as a way of like getting around that because like Clerks is very much structured as a series of vignettes um, mm -hmm. that kind of build off each other. Um, and I think that this film could have benefited more from that. Um, I just lose the driller killer aspect of it. And I think that you can then kind of build something of just sort of like, like, insane conversations that we thought made sense when we were in high school but don't now i think is mm -hmm. kind of the direction this could have gone um and i think that could have worked um i just it's, it's executed so poorly but anyway i kind yeah. of interrupted so what were you saying um i mean i will say this like wildest feels amateurish amateurish i think that everybody involved well i think that swayman and epperson especially learned a lot from doing this and mm -hmm. I have a lot higher hopes for the movie that they are currently working on because like they haven't don't I don't love the idea. I like the idea, actually. But like I I can see what's the them... idea they're currently working on. Um, It's about like it. it's uh, it's Papa it... Bear. You 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 ended up reading the synopsis at one point of what the idea was and you were like, oh, that's a bad idea. <laughs> I did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, uh, dad comes out, but all uh, as as gay, but also a furry. Okay. I mean, again, that that makes me worried because, as I think that one of the things that the problem with this film is, it tries to do too much, and that sounds like something that's potentially trying to do too much. Mm -hmm. Um. But... Yeah. I can only hope that he has learned from his mistakes on this one. And I would I think hope that so. a lot of I think that a lot of the crack shorts got better after this. Oh, absolutely. And they had much better like you had story like, arcs. Welcome back, Potter. <laughs> yeah, or fucking something like Spaceship Icarus, which I don't oh, think. Oh yeah, Starship Icarus. That. that was a great one. Like, like there were some really good fucking cracked video series that you know specifically Abe Epperson and Michael Swaim were credited with with like other writers and shit mm -hmm. but yeah I, I think that this is one where like 
I think it was Travis Long and Michael Swain who are credited as the writers, but they needed somebody else to do a pass. Yes. But hey, we've gotten deep into the movie and we haven't they even needed started a lot. into the movie. This need a lot of work. Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess let's start with the summary and then we'll just pick it apart as it goes because I mean there's there's like nothing that's right in this movie. <laughs> I mean, again, there's like a couple of lines. And there's like, a couple of me, ideas gag. and gags that, yeah. that like, I, in better movies would work better, but, like, everything is just so poorly shot and poorly paced and poorly acted that, like, it just kind of gets lost and you're just bored and hate it. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I don't hate it. I hate but... this movie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man, just like I did a quick pass and wrote this. So, hey, apologies to our audience. Um, There is no Wikipedia page for this movie, so there is no synopsis for us to go off of. So you have to suffer my synopsis. Lol. Yeah. (laughs) You say lol now. (laughs) All right. Jux, Ricky and Todd, Beck Bennett. We didn't even mention that there are two like future SNL alumni in this movie before they were on SNL. Uh, yep. Beck Bennett, uh, love poning kids, and I specifically wrote poning. Um, and losers, Noah and Dennis. Dennis played by writer Michael Swaim at Ye Old Laser Town. Noah invited by his ex Claire to a high school graduation party at Todd's father's cabin asked Todd for a ride to the party after being told no in a very homophobic way. Uh, Todd backs his. Yeah. Well, I mean, the use of the R word in this was kind of like, Oh, that's very 2012. Um, (laughs) Not just that, but like, I, I think I would hope that it was the, some of the, word choices here let me say this carefully um trying are, to echo like uh, horror movies of the 1980s uh less that. that and more that like it's trying to like hammer you over the head with how colossal of a dick these this guy is and how much you're supposed to hate him yeah like, but the problem is they don't make the other characters likable i mean like no, everyone's they just don't. kind of like like no one's really I mean, the thing is, no character is likable. It's just degrees of how unlikable they are. And on top of that, they're also not interesting. Um, Yeah. They're also like, I don't care about you. I don't like you. They need to have like, I, I guess with that laser tag scene, they're trying to have like show. Oh, that they're like good guys because they stand up for the kids but instead it's just like awkward and I don't understand why a bunch of uh, I guess oh, they were they... in their late 20s at the time are playing with kids and then you then from the dialogue you glean that they're supposed to be teenagers and it's just like you needed to like make that give us that connection earlier that like they're supposed to be playing way younger than they look because it's just awkward and it's just like you can do that like pen 15 does that really well of having a bunch of 30 year olds playing middle schoolers but like like this movie doesn't do that and instead it's just like super awkward that they're playing laser tag with 10 year olds as adults so well it takes them like eight minutes to establish that they're supposed to be graduating high schoolers i know graduated high schoolers dumb it's Uh, dumb that you don't do that earlier also they they don't care about the kids they they sacrifice the kid Tell the kid, like, pretend you twisted your ankle 
and then I'm going to lift up their jackets and this other like 30 year old is going to fucking jump out from the shadows. Like, <laughs> I mean, but uh, but the kids team is still going to win, which I guess means something like I don't remember the rules. Yeah, the uh, it's been way fucking... too long since I played, but like their team, but the kids team is still going to win. So it's not really sacrificing the kid. So, yeah, but also I think most laser tag has changed to like point system instead of elimination. Uh, I mean, generally, my my understanding, uh, like I don't know when I remember oh, when I last played laser tag when I was like twelve. If I remembered correctly, it was kind of red team versus blue team. If you got hit, you had to go back to like a base area to like like uh, make yourself uh your your vet to reactivate your vest and your gun. And that was kind of how, and then you got, then it was points, but you know. I, I um, feel like the last time I played laser tag was in my mid twenties at fun and games. Yeah. <laughs> so. I mean, you know, I do think that there were, there were, there were both um, kind of, of capture the flag versions. There were, or, you know, uh, last man standing versions that, you know, there are various things. This is clearly some form of red team versus blue team situation though. So. Mm. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so Todd backs his father's Corvette because it's my father's, man. It's my father's. You can't mess it up. And then when we finally meet the father, it's oh, just like so he's, he's he's the opposite of like he needed to be more kind of like militant and scary, like breaking down or something like like mm-hmm. I, I, one of the things that or, one of the big even, problems I have even, with this. Even the shitbag dude from the last season of um The Good Place. Like that yeah. kind of character. I mean, something. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I think like, one of the big problems with this movie is that we don't see any of these characters' parents, which is a really good way of establishing that they're supposed to be teenagers. Um, and like, you know, I, I think of uh, uh, Dazed and Confused, in which we see a significant number of parents and we kind of get a sense of what their expectation, how, what their relationship is, what their expectation is. And I think that's a really good way of both establishing the ages of the characters, as well as giving us context to their background and who, and how they're kind of perceived. Um, and it's just like this film just totally drops the ball on that. So, but whatever. It's not good at establishing anything. And it's not really that good at like continuing ideas outside of like a couple of third act throwbacks yeah it has some very awkward weird third act throwbacks but yeah all right his father's corvette into the back of a pest control van uh i probably shouldn't if this was on a wiki i this i shouldn't have in here but little do they know this is the murder wagon of the serial killer known as the driller killer I mean, he it is though. I mean, they established that he has a woman tied up in the back of the van, which it's kind of ridiculous that he'd go to a parking lot with her conscious and clearly able to make noise. So but and then drill into her head in still said parking lot where there are clearly people right outside of your van and she's screaming. Like that still makes noise because there's no like soundproofing on the inside. It like sorry, I guess I am like little bit serial killer inside of me there's no soundproofing on the inside of that van mm-hmm. so everything's going to be amplified by that space yep like no i mean like be the, able to hear i mean the killer character it's just like like i don't know i, I mean, have he's a little... so many issues with the killer character i mean because in, I... he is so incompetent he has i guess two kills the entire movie 
I mean, he's he's I mean, the fact of the matter is, I think that he reminds me a lot of Sideshow Bob, but like Sideshow Bob mm. is a much more consistent character. Um, and I feel like there are ways of kind of like leaning into like, I mean, Sideshow Bob is a lot of fun. Like, I love how it's just like, like oh, shit, they're playing Gilbert and Sullivan. He has to dance to it. You know, it's like, like shit like that is a lot of fun. It's just like this guy is just like, yes, he thinks he's smarter than everyone else. Um, when he tells the story of his origin, it's just like that's a comedy scene you should have just filmed like yeah. you know oh um, yeah i would rather have seen that than heard that yeah um but like i you need to like play up the fact that he's like kind of a snob instead of just like a psychopath and then you can mine humor from that so mm-hmm. Like, uh, or like, you know, I mean, I loved in, uh, and, you know, I thought that they kind of dropped the ball with it ultimately, but in Birds of Prey, how Ewan McGregor's character is kind of a germaphobe. Like, it's it's a funny idea. Um, mm-hmm. Like, he brutally kills people, but he's disgusted by bodily fluids. It's a funny idea. So. Yeah, it is. Like, they could have played it up more in that movie, but. Yep. It, yep. It is my problem with, it, with, with how that movie goes. I feel like that that was something they should have done a little bit more with, but. Uh, ultimately there's stuff to like in that movie there's stuff that's really lazy mostly margot robbie's great everything else is like Mediocre. maybe 75 percent there at best yeah so. <laughs> i mean i don't hate mary elizabeth winstead in it like she's, i don't she's underused Perez in it but like they're, yeah. they're just not used as well as they could be yeah yeah but hey back to kill me now like just fucking kill me now i know instead of watching this movie (laughs) unable to get a ride the losers decide to walk to the party noah having an an ornament as a gift for claire in tow which is a plot element that like goes weirdly uh, nowhere but then still has a wrap-up yeah um at the same time Todd and crew try to buy beer from Clerk Molly, Katie Stoll, uh, while being stalked by Driller Killer. And, like, you you could have slapstick that up a little bit more. Like, I mean, that scene everything is feels the closest underutilized. they get to a good... The, that scene is the closest they get to a good scene, but again, it's just, like, play, give us some background and context to these characters. Like, if she's supposed to be someone in high school that they haven't been paying attention to, like, again, have, like, her dad in the back room or something, like, calling out, out like, and see that it's just, like, she has a desire to fit in or something you know because it's just like instead she's just an obstacle and it's just like she's not as interesting without kind of like a character yeah yeah i mean molly does return she's not just oh she does she does (laughs) but like i wasn't sure they were going to bring her back but they did eventually i kept on waiting for her to like like show up at the party and being like what's going on but like like, you know i mean a character i was hoping for that at at the very least like i'd love her to be like the singing telegram girl in clue or someone who like you think is going to like have this big impact on the plot and it's just a total throwaway gag so Mm -hmm. but Um, arriving at the party, we meet Doug, the stoner, Jake, played by Kyle Mooney, the dick, and Becky, um, Jake's boyfriend, Claire's best friend, Claire's only friend. 
Yeah, uh, I mean, oh god. But Jake Drew Claire balls and Becky are on so her back. Horribly underdeveloped, and it's like this is such a missed opportunity because, like, I like the concept of Claire being like, "Hey, hey, high school's ending, and I just kind of want to fuck around." Like, I feel like that's a character that you could really play up in really funny ways, but instead, oh, it's yeah. just this really flatly delivered speech that doesn't feel authentic. That like, like ultimately, it's just like I don't understand why, like. I, I get that we're not supposed to understand why she's with uh, what's what's the stupid jock's name? I can't remember. Todd. Beck Bennett, Todd. I can like like Todd. <laughs> like like you know, it's just like it doesn't make sense for her to be with Todd. It doesn't make sense for her to be with Noah either. Like yeah. you know, it's just like like give her some more character. Make her like like the like thrill seeking adventurous type or something where that kind of makes sense. That's just like. Well, uh, because I mean, like, like one of the things I thought that they really should have played up is the notion of like, like have Noah be somewhat prudish, like to have a prudish male character. That's a funny thing to do, especially in a teen sex comedy, because that doesn't mm-hmm. happen. You and know? I feel like they sort of tried to do that, just not yeah. effectively. Yeah, yeah, it's just like, look, I kept on trying to be like intimate with you and you weren't into it. And like, that's a funny thing to do, I think. But instead, like they're kind of all over the place with this. Um, and no one has like consistent anything. And, you know, I mean, we'll get to them. Well, the guy except who had for, sex with, with except Joker, for also it's just like, Laura... that's a gag stolen from American Pie. Yeah. So. <laughs> Although I did find it funny how, like I tried it with the Gogurt too, but it was too small. So, hey, good on you. Uh, shit, he didn't make it until like the second page. Guy. Yeah. Uh, and like, I don't know. We'll we'll, you, we'll get to your name. You can do funny person. things with that, with the with the the whole you know fucking food concept. Uh, see who fucked this pumpkin. Yeah, well, I feel like this is also sort of similar to what Dan said. It's a bunch of ideas just jammed together. Yeah, and trying to call it a narrative. Yeah. Uh, but there's also um, Laura played by Katie Willard, the other Katie of Cracked. Mm-hmm. Uh, although I think that Katie Willard always thought of Katie Stoll as the other Katie because she was hired after. I mean, yeah, it's fine. I mean, I, I you know, and that's you know, I, I, Katie Willard's character. I, I just like again, like oh, the lesbian. Lean, I guess, just, yeah, lean, what her yeah, title lean, is. In, lean into that trope of like the snarky lesbian who. Why is she even at the party? Like, yeah. have that be like kind of like a catchphrase in every scene that she's in of like why are you even here? Like, because you're not one of the cool kids. And it's just like, yeah, but I'm here to draw attention to the fact that all you guys suck for the audience. What audience? Eh. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You know what? Honestly, that would be a great improvement on this movie. If you just like open up the meta commentary. Cause like, yeah, this is, this is fucking what? Like, yeah. I mean like have them be very, because I mean like Todd's very much yeah, Todd's very much obviously supposed to be the jock, and like I guess Noah's like supposed the to be losers the nerd. and nerds. Yeah, yeah. like like I, I, but it's just like so. What are other tropes that we can can bring in? And it's just like the snarky lesbian is totally a trope, and yeah. it's just like like you know, just have them like really acknowledge that they're the snarky lesbian, you know. So yeah. Like, and the stoner is a trope, and, like, that's totally a character, and that character exists, but it's just, like, play them more tropey. Like, please mm-hmm. play them more tropey. Yeah, like, play into your stereotypes if you're going to do this. Like, yeah. 
All right. Uh, party times happen while Driller Killer hunts them from the shadows. I, I do love during these party times that we do get a line of from uh, a like light cameo from Dan O'Brien. Because, again, it's just like cracked friends hanging out in the woods shooting a film in Illinois. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's doing it. He's drinking the beer. <laughs> like, yeah, I thought. Well, that was I mean, again, a- again, can play up the fact that uh, you know noah is this prudish and this uptight like like it's just like like look dude you gotta do go to a party and dr- you gotta go to a high school party and drink a beer just one time it's like i've been to plenty of parties yeah but you've never drank a beer and then that plays into the fact that like he's the one who can't hold his liquor so mm-hmm. i mean like you know Super that makes sense. yeah I feels it like I feel like we do this a lot on the show is yeah. like our analysis is how we would change the movie to make it better. <laughs> I mean, in, there's there is a there, there are multiple movies in here that work. It's just the one we got is a bunch of movies thrown together that don't. Um, and, you know, I mean, like I didn't care for Dazed and Confused that much, but it is a significantly better film than this that really feels like a cohesive movie that has a lot going on whereas this is just like i don't know i mean i I do think that you could give these characters individual plots and that might like a more ensemble approach to the cast i think might have helped a little bit more but like ultimately it's just like figure out a story for noah that we actually care about because we Mm -hmm. do not care about his relationship with with claire at all and it seems like this is supposed to be like a buddy movie between him and dennis but dennis doesn't have a plot you know so it's like you oh need wow to i didn't really realize that dennis doesn't have a plot he doesn't have a yeah plot. he doesn't yeah. like i guess that his plot is essentially he's the guy who gets stabbed yeah no but... i mean like that's the thing is is why is dennis why does dennis want to go to this party like everyone needs to have a reason to go to this party and yeah. you know i mean like that's the thing it's like i bear it's like todd's always just like i, I don't want my dad to, and it's just like no i mean like todd is just like i'm gonna finally bang claire that's his that should be his plot no is like i don't want that to happen you know and that's that's a plot for him you know so yeah but uh, the only Still, one who I, really I has a plot is, is the driller there. killer and it's just like the driller killer's motivation is is stupid but like, i guess at this least it dumb exists kid backed into my car yeah like, yeah like that that is that is his his arc yep <laughs> and then this other dumb kid wanted to be educated and by me. kids are dumb and i want well i mean yeah we'll yeah. get like I, i'm, we'll I'm get holding there. back on on talking about jake for when that happens because i just feel like that is such a wasted idea it it, it exists for a scene and it's just like dude like you know, I, I mean, in, I'm I'm trying to think of like I, it's, I mean, like the end of the fucking world played that concept kind of, you know, and it's just like they had uh, two fucking seasons building to that. It's in a scene in mm-hmm. this, you know. It's yeah. like, come on. Oh, I really hated that, that got canceled. Uh, they, that, there was like, nowhere. There was nowhere to go. There was nowhere. Yeah, to there go. was nowhere okay. to go. Yeah. Then I got to rewatch that. Yeah. It's been a while. I remember being good. All right. As the party winds down because the beer ran out, which it didn't because so much more beer shows up. Yeah. Uh, Driller Killer abducts Jake and Becca while Noah looks on. Noah tells the rest, but no one believes him. We learn that Driller that uh, Driller Killer has an obsession about trepanation. Uh, 
if you don't know what trepanation is and don't want to watch this movie because we are not recommending it um trepanation is drilling into the skulls of release pressure many cultures believe that it released to inner demons and had curative things but really it's just a fucking all in your skull yeah i mean if, if you want to watch a better movie about trepanation watch unfriended 2 uh that that involves it oh it's yeah creepy. yeah oh uh, there's also the apostle uh with like what's his name from downton abbey ah. and legion no oh, dan stevens dan stevens thank you a guy a guy <laughs> yeah uh uh yeah so just one before we move on comment about trepanation it's like it it it's the thing that you know lobotomy improved on <laughs> yeah because lobotomy is also a really well-respected medical technique that we use today oh it absolutely <laughs> isn't but like it's less it's slightly less barbaric it or not i really don't want to get into like the history of lobotomies because we're not going it's to. something that i like know a surprising amount about and it's all horrible like yeah. it's all horrible. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. Like it was essentially somebody who didn't know anything about it and was just like, well, the brain's right behind the eye. So if I just jab this ice pick through the eye hole, then squish it around, people seem like they're fine now. Or at least don't do they're, anything. They annoy and me it's less. Like, no. Yep. It is very much a they annoy me less situation. Yeah, uh, that's ugh. it. Yeah. It has nothing to do with actually trying to improve somebody's life. It's trying to make them less annoying to you. Yes. And he had no medical history before. Nope. Hey, I mean, that's how doc, how, how did the first doctor become the first doctor? They didn't have medical history either. Yeah. That's how doc, like, I mean, for fuck's sake, you could like, you know, like 150 years ago, I'm pretty sure you could still just be like, well, I've decided I want to be a doctor, and it's like, oh, cool, you're a doctor now. Mm -hmm. I mean, they yeah. get to wear those I cool mean, masks I, I to make a... them look like a bird. So mm. I took apart a couple of the bodies. I feel like get how it works. <laughs> yeah, I was. Bodies? I always loved how ancient Egyptians that. were just like the brain's just filler in the head. All your thoughts come from your heart. Wall. <laughs> Uh, all right yeah we we could we could definitely branch pathways here but let's get back on track um but also that jake has his own sociopathic obsession uh but before driller killer can kill becca a bear chases him off ha ha ha, ha. jokes mm -hmm. it, it's supposed to be yeah. a comedy yeah yeah i mean and the, like the, that's probably the, the most expensive the thing on screen laughable so like oh it's real bad i mean like I, you get that bear suit you do not want to have it in a well-lit close-up uh no, no you do, do not <laughs> oh they sure do which is funny uh, because so much of this movie is not well lit and yep you get to see every inch of that bear suit <laughs> Make sure you get that on screen. Oh, my God. We paid so much well, we money. We paid a lot of money this. for it. Yeah. It's got animatronics in the face. We got to use it as much as we can. Light it. Light it up. No. So no. <laughs> Again, we, we, we are, we, I know it seems like we're ragging on you guys if, like, any of you ever listen to this, and I know none of I you won't. ever will, but it'd be rad if you did. Like, reach out to us. Come guest. Um, 
but like this is it's an elevated student film yeah, yeah. Uh, I, honestly like not and... very elevated but like it it's i mean it's yeah it's people with I... Bar- like, like it's surprising how much film experience they had making this because it doesn't look like they had as much as that as they should well that's <laughs> the thing though is like you know you like this it this looks like the people doing it at least had some idea of what it they should be doing unlike i don't know say the room like yeah i'm not saying that like it's executed well but like i i could see it being worse actually i mean i could see it being worse too i mean i think that one of the big problems with this and i mean this is a budgetary thing is is just not knowing the appropriate shots for various uh for various scenes of just sort of like how wide should this shot be how close up should we like Mm -hmm. like we get to a point Uh, too um, many close-ups yeah there's 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 far too many close-ups and not enough wides and it's also like what like where does this joke does this joke play well in a close-up does this joke play well in a wide is it better to get someone reacting to this joke than to get the person saying it and this film doesn't really know most of the time and i just think a better filmmaker figures that out Mm -hmm. Um, or at least more experienced like like, I, i will give credit this a lot of this is amateurish for a reason and not on purpose yeah like i'm sure that they'll talk and say like oh some of it was on purpose it's like shenanigans yeah yeah i mean you know i mean in there there is a there's a tonal consistency thing to it too uh like because i think that's the thing it's like the they're like so much like it's played almost too straight with some of the stuff like i mean i think especially when you have have a lot of the cast doesn't look like teenagers and it's just like draw attention to the fact that they don't draw that they don't look like teenagers yeah or if you're gonna do it that way because i mean and it's just like they so they look so old so fucking old and it's like not that old like oh well they're younger than us than we are now but like (laughs) Like they're younger than we are now (laughs) but but like like the fact of the matter is it's just like they can't play teenagers so like draw attention to the fact that they don't look like teenagers i think that when you have like the first like 10 15 minutes of the movie is like like todd is seriously concerned about being able to buy beer because he's not 21 and it's just like dude beck bennett is like 28 when he's filming this like yeah he doesn't look like he has any problem uh-huh. buying beer like all, all we needed was a line from one of the kids in the laser tag of like what are you like 30 yeah and him being like no i'm 17 no i'm 20 yeah. I, i'm 28 what? according to this id it's <laughs> yeah. totally not fake <laughs> because it's not <laughs> you know it's like that yeah. would be like that's a that would be gag. funny <laughs> yeah uh oh. But I mean, again, it's stuff that like Pen15 does this really well of like casting a women who are way older than middle schoolers playing middle schoolers and it working. Um, and it's just like to just have little gags of winking to the camera of like, you're not a teenager, like at all. And like I getting like kind of offended at that because I mean, I think that that's part of it is like, I can still play a teenager. I can totally still play a teenager. Come on. <laughs> it's like, 
know. <laughs> and yeah. it's just like if you draw attention to it, it becomes part of the joke. But instead, mm-hmm. it's just half-assed because it's just like I think they wanted to make a commentary about the fact that like I you know oh I I feel like their yeah. intention was that like nine hundred two one zero like people in their thirties playing high schoolers. Yeah, I mean it happens, but it's just like like you're in a comedy. Or like what you hot American pointed out? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, make reference to it. Yeah. I, uh, what was that gag? Um, like first day of camp. I'll bet by the end of this summer we look ten years younger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, pay, like point that shit out. That yeah becomes funny. Yeah. Like make meta commentary. But also, twenty twelve wasn't huge on meta commentary, and I'm sort of disappointed in Michael Swain for not like trying to recognize like oh I feel like there's gotta this be is... some meta commentary shit that came out then but yeah i mean like i think that there was attempts yeah because there's definitely some scene where somebody stares like straight down the barrel yeah of you know addressing us the audience i think driller killer for some scene yeah i, I do know. think maybe i don't know i mean it's one of those things of like i i i you know i mean like definitely no, the mockumentary style was in at this point. So, I mean, like, they could have made this more mockumentary. That would have been actually funnier to do it that way. Because, like, yeah, this was, like, Office was, like, like, killing it at this point. Like, yeah. So, they definitely, like, if you shot this mockumentary style, I actually think this could have been in a lot funnier. Mm-hmm. A found footage horror comedy. Yeah. That'd be, that's I, not a bad idea. I don't idea. hate that idea. Yeah. yeah. All right, Dan, All right. work on it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Jake returns to the party covered in blood, soon followed by Driller Killer. The, they barricade the house to keep Driller Killer out of the house, out since the cars are disabled. Presumably by Driller Killer, but we don't actually get any confirmation on that. It might have been... A certain well, we only see we actually only see one car get disabled and it actually would have been funny if they had established that like i don't know say i mean in kyle mooney's character is the wrong character to do it but like like if that car specifically got disabled as some sort of prank um and then they just assume the rest of them are disabled <laughs> like yeah. that's that has oh, potential uh, yeah. just because i never wrote him into it the breeze the third member of the jocks yeah should have been like Oh, this would be so fun to do the lesbian. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, all you need is eight seconds. Yeah. No, I mean, it's just like, like, yeah, I, I cut the, I, I, like, I, I, I took out the ignition, like, I cut the whatever wires on the other lesbian's car. It's going to be so funny when she can't leave. We want her to leave. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's like, <laughs> <oosh>. <laughs> yeah. Like shit like that. There's uh, there's jokes. They're not in there's, this movie. <laughs> yeah. There's so many things that you could like that you could point to that like you could have done this or that or said this and yeah. made it work better. And it's just I wonder how often these guys have like gone back and looked at this and been like why didn't we do this or why didn't we do that? Because they definitely I mean, it's better at this shit. Like one of the things that's really interesting is the credits of this, in which they have all those photos of them clearly having a good time making it. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's just like it's so disappointing that that like sense of fun that that fun clearly did get captured on camera. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. yeah. Womp. Yeah. All right. While the gang search in the house for weapons, Driller Killer gets into the attic. They push him out a window and find a box full of guns. Driller Killer escapes because of Todd's douchebaggery. Um, yeah, because he has Noah, to take Noah shot. can shoot. Todd can shoot, but he's a terrible shot. And he can't. Doesn't he doesn't know how to, know how to take the safety off. Yeah, I mean, it's, no, he yeah. doesn't know how to rack a gun. Like, yeah, he doesn't know like pulling back the bolt expelling yeah. the previous cartridge to load the fresh cartridge with a goddamn bullet because my mm-hmm. dad does that yeah no i mean and, and it's a gag that comes back multiple times and it's not a bad gag um but like I, it's just it's, not as funny as they hope it is well it's it's just the way it, it, it's again it's just how it's filmed oh it's except for set up later correctly. the later one was when, with when like fires do these waves. guns just shoot themselves yeah. <sighs> like that one's kind of funny yeah. Kind no, of. I mean yeah. the fact that like I, everyone else can fire the gun but him, and he's the one that insists on firing the gun. It's just like that's a funny concept. It's just unfortunately not executed particularly well. So, all right, an unhinged driller killer. Oh, uh, fucking, I forgot to write that in here. Uh, DK killed uh, Jake. Mm. Because oh yeah. Jake, Jake wanted to be his apprentice. And and no, it doesn't happen yet. Was... It happens. Oh, is that later? Yeah, it happens. Oh, it is later. later. Okay, because yeah. we haven't actually gotten to. No, right. we haven't gotten to the driller killer actually breaking into the house yet. Oh, I'm at that sentence now. No, I know, I know. Driller killer drives his van through the cabin door after Gary makes a sweet Evil Dead reference. I guess Army <laughs> of Darkness, technically. Yeah. Um, he is knocked out only to awaken with everyone tied up. After Driller Killer maces himself, Doug runs him over with the van. This oh yeah, you also skipped favorite. the bit of like, like, let's set Home Alone traps for the killer. And it's just like, that's a decent gag that again, isn't executed particularly well and had a lot of Because potential. he like reaches down. It is, it's supposed to be funny because he reaches down a broom. Yeah. But we don't get a shot him. of him like sweeping them away. Yeah, but I mean, like, and it's just like, I, I did just have the, the like booby trap all of like if they booby trapped all the entrances and then we just see the driller killer being like dismiss them as like like this is pathetic no reasonable person would ever fall for this shit because i mean like that's always the the you know premise of like all the home alone traps it's just like that harry and marv just like walk straight into them like consistently (laughs) and it's just like not only like should you like be pretty aware pretty quickly that these are a thing that's going on, it's not like they're difficult traps to sidestep. Yeah. So. <laughs> like, especially like when he's throwing the paint cans down the stairs and they'll just like stand there for like several seconds and let it hit them. <laughs> like mm-hmm. or looking up the um laundry chute to yeah. watch an iron come down to your face instead of like shit there's an iron coming at my face maybe i should fucking move yep yeah no i mean it's like i get like the stairs are covered in ice and kind of slippery and difficult to climb the stairs but it's just like almost every other trap is just like pretty pathetic to fall for or like you would just get murdered by it um yeah yeah like (laughs) again that's why you know uh Kevin McAllister grows up to be the collector. I still love that theory. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, we should do those movies sometime. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, I mean, there's a lot of uh, yeah. I've been I've been realizing a lot of the Christmas stuff that we could be doing. Like, yeah, we could suffer through Home Alone, Home Alone Two. We could suffer through um, fucking uh, the collector like, in the collection. Yeah, uh, I liked uh, you know. Like I, I do want to kind of do Ulog or something like that. Ulog is a very oh, interesting. I would, I would love to do yeah. Ulog. I don't know if it's still on Max, but like yeah. I would love to do Ulog. Uh, or... <laughs> it's such a weird flick. It's like, such a weird movie to have your entire first half hour be one continuous shot and then to go batshit crazy from there. Mm-hmm. It's like it's so bizarre, but it's it's a film. <sighs> it's more than a film. It's experience. Well, I mean, it's just like when we're talking about like amateur, like, like, you know, kind of like weird comedy writers putting together a film. It's just like, that's what I wanted this to be. <laughs> like, I wanted this to be much more similar to Ulog than what we got. <laughs> so because Ulog is extremely experimental, throws way too many ideas at the wall and still somehow works. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. this is just mm-hmm. way too like amateur hour. So, yeah. Although it, my last sentence about Doug running him over with the van brings me to one of my favorite gags in the movie of like, yeah. Doug, where have you been? Well, actually, I was like that 70s show, like cutaway. Yeah. And then yeah. I said van. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, like the the not explaining something joke, because I mean, like he's I think he's standing right next to the wall when the van bursts through it. So theoretically, he got run over. But like, you know, I guess he was under the van and managed to climb into it. Um, so that's a thing. I mean, I also thought that like that whole sequence with the uh, with the driller killer tying everyone up like that, was like the bit when like uh, what's what's the you just said his name, the the other jock um the breeze like, the breeze oh, like God. like what he's like not understanding the the let's all be quiet <laughs> so you we don't get murdered game he's like uh <laughs> if this is a question about the rules like i that guy i refer you to the title of the game, game. <laughs> yeah. can i go to yeah. the bathroom, bathroom. <laughs> yeah like like oh that my God. That i don't know gag... can you yeah that kind of works that gag could work it's just like shoot it on a wider shot and focus more on uh katie willard's reaction yes Um, because like like her like shut up dude you're gonna get us killed is like like it's honestly probably the best acting in the movie um Mm. it's just like i just play that up more especially you know again to build up this like past relationship of like no one knows why she's at this party, especially not the breeze, you know? So, but I don't know. They don't bother to develop that. So many missed opportunities. Yeah. Like, I'm sure that they will look back on this movie and be like, yeah, you're not wrong about that. <laughs> Michael Swaim, if you agree, let me know. Come on the show. Um. All right. <laughs> yeah. Jake sure. reveals he killed Becca after he stabs Dennis. Jake then drags D- Driller Killer away and asks to be his apprentice. Uh, Driller Killer tells Jake the tragic backstory of his mother's death and uh, why he kills. Driller Killer kills Jake mostly because he finds him insipid. Um, yeah. I mean, and this is another like if you like have, we mentioned like, more... it earlier. I, yeah. I want to see that scene of like the plywood and the boogie board with the uh, yeah 
you know, a fridge flying out the third story window and crushing yes. his mother while she still holds his hand. Yeah, I mean, that have would that be, as your like your prologue or something. That would yeah. be yeah. cool, but like uh, that would cost a lot more money than this movie. No, has. it would. It would animate I mean, it. Yeah. Do do it Still. like uh, John dies at the end style with like an animated sequence. Yeah, no, then no. You I, change you up cut, your media yeah, you for a hot that, minute. You, yeah, you can cut that to an animated sequence. I mean, that's the other thing is they can play with form a lot more. I mean, I think that's why you oh, think yeah. that, that that joke with um with the stoner works is because as it's in such contrast to how mm-hmm. realistically shot the rest of this is. Um, and you know that's that's the thing. I mean, I also think that you know Kyle Mooney's whole speech is just like build him up as like instead of him just being like the jerk like built him up as like like the the like like guy who we think is go all we all think is going to blow up the school have him like be invited to the party because it's just like well if we don't invite him he might blow he might blow up the school he like everyone thinks he's going to murder them all the whole time and that it's revealed like yep they're not wrong about him like that's a joke yeah. you can play you that, know that would be a joke you could play like I was just reminded of like like you know I I doubt either of you have seen Bottoms. We probably should do it for Not five yet. months um at some point. But like there's a character in that who's just like you know what I'm gonna blow up the school and it's just like he's a gag character. It's like it's interesting that you can play that as a gag. Maybe they felt like you could do that less in 2012. Um, but like you can play it as as a gag. Um, and like it's an interesting gag on so on commentary of like like how people feel like there are all these troubled teens and there are some of them out there but it's just like like it's become kind of this weird thing that we acknowledge so but whatever well maybe if we acknowledge it more it'll happen less yeah i hope so well i mean really i think just a better go well I, like less, even, even whatever even talk about like such a sex education earlier like i know you and i emily we've had this conversation before about how like gun safety might be a thing that's worth teaching to kids at different levels mm-hmm. of like these aren't toys <laughs> they are I mean, weapons yeah. of death <laughs> I mean I, I, I don't disagree I mean especially in communities that, that are so pro-gun um, because it yeah. is a thing um, of just sort of like, like you know one of the biggest issues with like if you own a gun it is very likely to accidentally harm someone because someone in your house who doesn't know how to use it properly is going to do something stupid with it mm-hmm. um yeah. so like that's a very common situation and you're like yeah that's that's a way of addressing it but i guess that's too political but again you know pretty obvious look at the statistics in countries like australia like just uh, uh, improving our gun laws would probably do a lot more, but whatever. Well, let's you know, let's if, continue if, to be crazy about if, it. If people wanted to do something about gun laws, but to be in my rights. Ugh. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, it's also if people wanted to actually do something about the environment, but uh, oh let's, man, that would mean co- companies would have so much less money to bribe us with. So. <laughs> oh boy, we can't have that now um uh, also let's keep this shit moving because uh this is not a good enough movie to spend this long talking about oh yeah no i i said the cursed words to amelia earlier i feel like this is going to be a short one i didn't think uh, it would be a short one there's too much there's too much about this movie to rip apart yeah all right uh even with dennis injured todd decides they're going after driller killer noah poses and todd tries to shoot him but again forgets to rack the gun 
Um, Noah and Claire decide to walk back with the injured Dennis. They rest, the rest catch up with Driller Killer, but for getting the parking brake, he gets away. Then Todd hits deer. Like there, there's a lot that happens in a long amount of time where nothing. Well, I mean, like this is this is a weird thing about like Todd's character in particular is that he that you know he goes from being this joke jerk character that we're not supposed to like to being the one who's like the best chance at taking out the driller killer, and it's just like, well, if you're gonna redeem him, give us a reason to redeem him, or at least like feel like it's going that way and then it's like oh no he's an asshole and hits a deer ha 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 um which but, is supposed to be yeah. a joke at the end that i think just doesn't, it doesn't land. land yeah um but yeah we'll, we'll we'll get there at the end end uh todd hits deer meanwhile molly searching for the party ha ah, katie stole she's back um comes across drilly killer he drags her into the woods and steals her car Pulling the well, I really wish it was him pulling like the classic uh Captain America, like pretending to be sick and then stealing <laughs> her car. Yeah. Like that I mean, would have been way more funny. But yeah, I mean, especially when they kind of try to suggest that she's dead, though. I mean, really again, this is an acting thing of like you can clearly see that she's breathing. Um yeah. like I but I guess spoiler about the post credit she's alive (laughs) um oh god damn it that's my last line (laughs) so but yeah like um um, party dk drags him in the woods steals her car to catch up with noah while distracted by dennis noah and claire steal molly's jeep and run over drill a killer uh cut to noah giving a speech at a funeral about his friend not dennis but for todd on behalf of ricky who can't talk talk due to injuries sustained from hitting the deer noah gives claire a new ornament he made from the shards of the old one he decides to stay in town to help dennis recover um and there's, there's like no bunch reference shots. to Kyle Mooney's character, what happened with them either. Um, yeah, and no. that's a thing. Like, well, no, you know. he dies. Yeah, I know. Like, I know we, we, we see him die. How, he is no, literally we see him die, but how does everyone dies. else? No one else, like the only one who well, who dies that matters is Todd. Like they should be like referencing Becca and you know Kyle and you know like it's. I feel like there's more reference, and then also just that the emotional climax is just like drowned out by a fart joke is a really poor decision. So. Yeah. <laughs> no, I I had similar qualms with that. Uh, especially if he if he has a colostomy bag, then he wouldn't be farting like that. So it makes even less sense because mm. he definitely said, "I'm shitting in a bag." Yeah. So, mm. do your research next time, Michael Swaim. <sighs> Come on the show. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like I don't know. It there were some fun things in like the early part of the credits in terms of you know different people speaking at the funeral because again, Dan O'Brien has his second line in the movie mm. of "I'm glad you're all here today." I, I lost a pair of gloves. 
Yeah, I mean, there was a well. It, I got the impression that all the like eulogies in the uh, in the credits were like oh, they, initially, they initially intended those scenes to like immediate like like you know be shot be be shown in sequence like and then they realized that the funeral scene is just too damn long um and then they moved them to the credits to accommodate that but oh we didn't mention uh his father that we finally meet who yeah i hate calling him a soy boy but like that's sort of the energy he's unfortunately he not off. the it's he's unfortunately not the hard ass that like i Todd has been suggesting he is the whole time, which again, you can play that as a gag, but I, I just think that it just weakens Todd's character significantly, even though Todd's character already sucked. So like but him yeah. bring him bring the stuffed head of his final kill being <laughs> the deer that killed him. Yeah, it's yeah. Funny it's something for but... him to be buried with. Like, but that's something you could play a little bit more, you yeah. know, like mm-hmm. it's just poorly done mm-hmm. like it's a fun idea uh, this movie. And then katie willard just like taking pictures from up on right which is again it's like, like it's I, a funny gag but i shouldn't that have been something that it was established at the party that she just takes pi- pictures of them acting like idiots like i mean Should've again been. and that's and that's you know i mean and that's something they could have played up i mean if she's using a polaroid which i mean i don't like a polaroid in 2012 like was really hard to come by i mean i realize it's coming making a comeback now but like like you know and then she has all these pictures of them acting like idiots and then you know oh you have the driller killer or come in and just like i'm gonna kill you guys because you're all idiots we're not idiots and then he sees all the photos and he's like really and it's like oh oh yeah yeah you know i mean like there are opportunities for gags that aren't in this movie so yep a lot of them actually yeah a lot of them i'm trying to think oh yeah and then uh doug i don't even i don't know what cuba gooding jr movie he was talking about but like whatever like wherever they caught off whatever he was doing off the cuff that yeah. room found hilarious and i love it i want to know the beginning part of it yeah i mean i'm wondering if he was trying to make a reference to pearl harbor or if he was trying to make a reference to uh what's the stupid dog sledding movie that cuba goody jr's in because it's, no it's one it's probably one <laughs> it's of the one two because <laughs> <laughs> both of those are, are are movies that you make fun of cuba goody jr for being in um like I got the impression it was probably Snow Dogs, um, but but yeah. Then at the end of the credits, Molly lives. Yeah, she, she's confused and she's still looking for the party because she's still holding the piece of paper with directions to one, two, three secluded lane. I mean, that's the thing is it's it's a joke that the Simpsons have done better. But like, like one there should have been there should have been a street sign for secluded lane Mm -hmm. yet he was trying to like come up with something off the top of his head and just actually gave her the address yeah like missed opportunities for jokes is probably my biggest complaint oh they also could have been making fun of boat trip oh all right um well we've gone far longer into this than i anticipated uh shall and we I'm get hungry and want to smoke oh well uh, i'm i too am hungry and want to smoke so emily you want to start it off for us uh sure um 
if you couldn't tell by all of the commentary, including our early comments, this is definitely a screw it. Um, as much as I love all of the cracked people in here, um, also Claire is played by the chick who's in rom.com. Oh, so okay. she's a cracked person too. Um, there are a lot of cracked people in this, involved in this. And I think that they've all gone on to learn how to do this shit better and, in fact, do this shit better. Um, I, again, I think this could have been worse, but it is not good. It, you know, it, again, it feels it like an elevated school. Yeah, it, it, but it feels like it really does feel like a somewhat el like like a higher budget student film and um you know i like i guess while i don't think it's watching i think i would like to think that the like everyone involved in this uh learned lessons from this so <laughs> it wasn't a, it what it wasn't a total waste of film It was a waste of film, but look, 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 look. They might have learned something, so. But I learned something today. It's that <laughs> I need more experience making films before actually making films. Yeah, but like it's anybody thinks lesson. like that when they're like in their earlier mid-20s. Like, yeah, I could fucking do anything. Oh, yeah, that like 26-year-old invincibility. Like, oh, I do not miss those days. <laughs> uh, All right, so. That that's one screw it down. Damn. Yeah. I mean, that's <laughs> like this this is a, a screw it. I mean, it's just it's like the characters aren't likable, they're not interesting, the pacing is terrible, everything drags that's so rare. Like there are some funny ideas, but almost all of them are executed poorly. Like this has just no real good point of view. You don't care about any of the characters. Um, and it is interesting because I do think that hopefully, um, like, I, 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 you know, I mean, I can definitely point to like Beck Bennett and Kyle Mooney have gotten better since doing this. But I think a large part of that yeah. was just watching their evolution on SNL. I think Beck Bennett, it, when he, by the time he oh, I would SNL, agree with Beck Bennett. Really I don't know good. if I agree with Kyle. Mooney. I don't know. How, yeah, that's that's fair. I think that Beck Bennett it went from um just kind of no, Moody a person has who's gotten on better. Just he's gotten better. Much. He's got not not he has he hasn't evolved as much as Beck Bennett. I yeah. think that Beck Bennett when he started on the show he was just another person there. By the time he left the show he was really he had really fallen in well into kind of those like phil hartman type roles of mm -hmm. like this is a douchey character that we're not supposed to like but damn is he funny um and like like you know i i i thought that beck Bennett when he left was probably the the best male cast member um and you know i mean in like it's interesting evolution because he just doesn't have this character down um like this character is just a douche but doesn't have the same sort of charisma to make a to make us laugh at him um and you know a lot of the other people it's just like it's clear they're more writers than actors and uh i think that swaim in particular is is pretty horribly miscast um like he just he wants to be jeff anderson so badly and he's just not that um and huh, just, i never thought about it that way like he he wants to have all these funny lines that make us care about his character and we don't 
um like I mean, i'm I, glad that he when he gets himself he, all the yeah. funny lines but yeah but i mean I mean, it's just like he he gives himself that like like scene of like him getting stabbed and like oh my god what's gonna happen to him and it's just like but we don't you don't sell it you're not good at this like mm-hmm. you can't play being injured well you can't get like minus for the pathos or whatever that we need um so like it's a lot of just misfires of like not establishing characters in ways that we find them interesting the cast is bloated um it's it's just there's so little here to like that's just like a couple of like oh if you ran with this concept maybe you'd get a movie that works or oh this gag kind of made me laugh but it's just so buried in there that's just like it's such a screw it this is like probably my least favorite film that we watched for the show like this is just kind of torture and yep. like the the title is is apt because while watching it it's just just kill me now kill i don't want to watch the rest of this so yeah uh hey it's worse than rubber we found a thing <laughs> yeah yeah worse than rubber Ugh. um i mean i i could i could say a bunch of stuff but it would just be parroting things that have already been said because yeah i i like a lot of the people in this I don't like this movie. Yeah, I agree. This, this movie has some fun ideas, uh, but a lot of poor execution. And I can't even like point to any one thing that it's like, yeah, I really love outside of like a couple of lines and like a couple of moments. I like the driller killer's voice. That's the most positive thing I can take away from this. Like I, I like he has a voice that I feel like if you put him in other roles would be interesting, but like he's not good in yeah. this role. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know if he's been in other stuff. I'm sure he has been, but he like, has. I don't know who the fuck he is. Not much. Yeah. No, it's disappointing to say, and I'm Mr. Michael Swaim. I'm really hopeful that Papa Bear is better. Me too. Uh, it has I, to I be, really, right? I really want to like this. I really want to recommend this to people. But, you like, can't. I, I you can't. can't. You can't. Uh, I, I enjoy the evolution that these people have had over the years. But this movie is hopefully, well, was hopefully a learning experience. But you don't have to suffer through their learning experience. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's fucking screw it from me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, go watch old cracked videos instead. Yeah, watch Definitely. old cracked videos. Uh, there was another thought that I had earlier. Ugh, no, I've lost it. It's like another thing to watch instead. Eh, whatever. whatever. I don't know. Crack. I mean, There's I, I don't know. Crack. I never watched Dude Bro Party Massacre three. Um, but I oh, if like... that comes on to something, we need to do that as a who the fuck yeah. this is made for because that has yeah. Greg Sestero in it. Yeah, I, I'm aware. And apparently has Katie Stoll. I was looking at yeah. her credits and I was like, wait, what? Awesome. Yeah. Because I mean, like, I was that... looking at her credits too. She showed up in like a bunch of stuff as like minor roles and like, yeah. good on her, man. <laughs> yeah. Get the work when the work is had, as long as you're not scabbing. Yeah, well, I'm, yeah. I'm happy about all the uh, all the various talk shows that are just like, oh, that's scabbing? Oh, we're not going to come back then. Um, mm. <laughs> like, it was kind of amazing how how quickly many of them realized that it's like, oh, right, 
like we we do employ WA writers and therefore by coming back, we're going to get picketed and scabbed and we're going to have a lot of difficulty getting guests and audiences that are willing to cross picket lines and maybe we shouldn't come back. So. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's wrap this shit up. I'm hungry. All right, Dan, where can people find you? Uh, you can check out my webcomic at withfetus.com. Emily, where can people find us? Uh, TJ and I have another podcast. It is called New England Beer Reviews. It's the just the two of us, usually, talking about beer. And whatever the fuck else. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and yeah, there's a there's a necking thing that people can check out, too. Well, I, I was going to say, and like... Emily was on a internationally known podcast for a bonus episode about uh, Legionnaire's disease, and I was on New England Cable News <laughs> for their listen to this segment <laughs> for New England Beer Reviews. So you could check those out. Uh, yeah, the name of the podcast that TJ is talking about that I was on is Well, There's Your Problem, in case he, in case that I don't think oh, he said that. Yeah. Well, I said internet. Oh, I didn't say engineering podcast with slides. Mm -hmm. Then that would be the giveaway. Um, but yeah, that's got a Facebook, and Instagram, and Twitter, and X. Uh, yeah. but we've been, but we've been see it or screw it. Uh, you can check us out on Facebook and X. Um, you can see what I'm watching as long as I remember to check it in at letterbox.com backslash S-I-O-S-I. -S -I. And speaking of the initials of our show, see it or screw it, S-I-O-S-I. -S -I. You can also give us money at patreon.com backslash S-I-O-S-I. -I. Um, I'm not even going to ask her a final word this time because I already know what the final word is. Kill me now. Boosh. Oh God! Yeah, <laughs> kill me now. I say it again. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Hey.